Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Three, four, better not be a whore. <laughs> Welcome back to show us your TDs. Uh, I'm your boy, Gooby. I'm here with Melky as always. And this is the final episode of Show Us Your TDs for the 2023-2024 season. No! And it's a doozy. Melky, tell them what we got. Yo, your favorite fantasy milk beverage is a little sad. This is the last episode, like Gooby alluded, of Show Us Your TDs. What the fuck? Time flies when you're having fun and laughing at Gooby. But here to help me laugh at my partner in crime for the finale is the El Presidente of the Philadelphia Pigeons fan club. And is also the inventor of the real tush push. Trust me, he knows. <laughs> Please welcome back our honorary TD's guest. That's right. You're now the honorary TD's guest. It's Baw Walker. What to do, baby? How's it going, boys? How's it going? Thank you for making me honorary. And I want to say I'm very excited, but I think the fans know why two Dallas Cowboy fans who co-host a podcast want their buddy who's an Eagles fan on this week. Like, let's not kid ourselves here. <laughs> Look at Gooby smirking. I'm already getting pissed off. No, I'm excited <laughs> to be here. I'm fired up and... uh yeah, it's been a it's actually been a week long roller coaster of emotions for me as an Eagles fan. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been nuts. Uh, so much has transpired in the NFL on the field and off the field. Before I touch base with one that probably stood out the most. How was your New Year's? Uh, I, did, I did nothing, really. I thought you went to your buddies. I, uh, yeah, well, we, I went to my buddies, but all we did was play Jack in the Box. Nothing wrong with that. Jack in the Box is hilarious. Yeah, it's That's fun. Good, good uh, we were going to go to a friend's house, but they have a new one-year-old who was not feeling well, so plans were canceled. So we ended up staying home, drinking, and watching the Fast and Furious marathon on cable TV, which I was I... not expecting to do for New Year's. So yeah, it was all right. <laughs> How far did you get? Oh man! So I think it was like movie. I think they was on to Hobbs and Shaw or something because her parents came home, and for two hours, basically them beside going. So who's that? Why is he the bad guy? I thought he was the bad guy. Why is he on the team now? She's alive? And I'm like, yep, uh-huh, no. So this goes back to movie four and then movie five. It's like, oh, yeah. this well, fucking I mean, movie. Technically, the main cast are all bad guys because they started out stealing shit. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Black like, on the Cynic stealing friggin' stereos, basically. Like, fucking right. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I love those movies. They're awesome. I stopped watching after... The one with Clint Eastwood's kid. I don't know if that was 10 or X or whatever. Oh, that, that might have been. They, they're all the same. It's cars being thrown at each other. It's yeah. too far-fetched. Now it's a video game, which I don't care for. Nine was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I know it's a football podcast, but that was one of the worst movies I've I mean, ever they seen. Got, they got rid of all the car racing. <laughs> like, it's just James Bond with a bit of car chases, like with yeah. like crazy stunts. How, it's one of those movies now where all it is is how to top the last movie. Facts. Just yeah. be bigger than the last. That's all it is. Yeah. So what about you, Mel? What about you? You're new. Yeah, what'd you do? Oh, I just went to T-Rex's place, played Jack in the Box, had a lot of fondue cheese. Oh, 
baby. Yeah, I couldn't complain really. <laughs> this sounds like a nice, nice New Year's for three guys in their thirties, <laughs> right? <laughs> Before we get into the finale of the fantasy update, guys, did you hear what Aaron Rodgers had to say about Jimmy Kimmel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he's. You guys you want don't to get canceled know, or what? What's that? You want this pod to get canceled? <laughs> Should I agree with Rodgers? I'm just, Rogers? I'm just gonna just lay out the facts. I'm not claiming there's evidence or anything like that out there. But Rogers calling out Jimmy Kimball, suggesting he possibly could be on the Jeffrey Epstein list. <laughs> and I'll quote, well, not verbatim, but he said, "There's a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, is really hoping this list doesn't come out." That was on Pat McAfee, as you know, Pat McAfee show is pretty awesome. He then apologized after, but guys, what are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers dish spewing out gossip again? Jimmy Kimball's he he's a comedian. He has to understand a joke. Yeah, it's uh like, you know, one of those jokes that are tasteless and they're for the right type of people. I'm pretty sure it was still a joke. Like, Kimball, get over yourself, but yeah, especially for a late night talk show host who has taken so many shots at Aaron Rodgers over the years about the ayahuasca, about his family situation. So a kind of hypocritical on his part. But besides that, hypothetically, I'm not saying anything, but hypothetically, if a guy like Kimmel, who used to be on The Man Show and wore blackface <laughs> to be Carl Malone and said some of the most egregious shit right? with his buddy Adam Carolla. And then all of a sudden stops doing that, seems to take an upward trajectory towards the elite part of Hollywood, cleans his act up, is now crying in tears over social like justice shit on his show. Hypothetically, I could believe that a guy like that might have done some shit to get to the very top. And not only that, I mean, I'm not going to get into the whole hypothetical part of maybe on his show during that whole Pizzagate conspiracy. He was doing skits with like the pedal boy lover symbol kind of all throughout. And there's just been these rumors again, hypothetical. I'm just saying I could believe it. Fucking pedo. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he's going to be punished at all? Because they're ESPN and ABC are under the same umbrella because Disney owns them. Yeah. Well, I think he'll be punished. I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't think Rogers is going to be punished. Like, fine, go go to the lawsuit against him. Like, let's see what all this brings out on both sides with Discovery. I, I don't give a shit. And then Pat McAfee, who I also like as well, even though sometimes I can't stand AJ Hawk's face and there's other parts <laughs> of the show. But it's a face but, you want to punch. Yeah, but he's in the perfect position. You gave him what, $80 million? And this blows up, what's he gonna do? Go back to YouTube and do the exact same thing and everybody's gonna be like, man, this guy fought against the system. Like he's a real one, just like us. Everybody's gonna start sucking Pat off more. So he's kind of in a win-win scenario. So Jimmy Kimmel, it it honestly just goes back to Gooby's point about all this, which I wasn't even gonna bring up, is you're a fucking comedian. And again, blackface Carl Malone, okay? That's out there. It's the same as our prime minister. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he might be qualified to be a late night show host or prime minister of Canada, but this guy's a fucking scumbag. Take the joke. And Aaron Rodgers, it's like, watch it. Man. Like this guy is basically in his own world right now and just does whatever he wants. Like he's just dealing with the New York media. I mean, who does that? He's just messing with them. Yep. Couldn't have been said any better, gentlemen. What time is it? Damn time. Okay, let's not waste any more time like the Panthers do fielding a team. Oh, it's boy. the final results. Gooby's League. 
please reveal the finals in your league, Gooby. And then, Bob, I want to I want to know what happened in your league after. All right, my league down to the fucking wire, boys. Damn, boy. I'll go over the matchups for Ba. I'm not going to do points. I'll just do the tally at the end. Uh, It was Prescott versus Love. C.D. Lamb versus Ahmad St. Brown. Uh, Metcalf versus Calvin Ridley. Drake London versus Jefferson. Uh, Rashad White versus James Conner. Saquon Barkley versus Tyson Chandler. Or T.Y. Chandler. I forget. Uh, Kraft, the uh, tight end for Green Bay versus Ingram. Devin Singletary versus Zeke. Jake Elliott versus Daniel Carlson. And Buffalo's D versus Denver's D. The two teams were Denim Chicken and Hammer Time. And Hammer Time won 138.83 to 137.7. Damn! Wow. Less Down than a wire. point. Wow. For a final. How, how was his reaction? Oh, dude. Apparently, it happens a lot in this league. People just lose by either a point or, or less. So, yeah, it was a nail biter till the end. I mean, the shitty part is I would have kicked their, both their asses in the <laughs> finals if I was there. I won my third place, 142 to 127. So, if I was in the finals, I would have won. But. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear you won, buddy. I actually listened to uh, last week's episode with Small Fry and the, the <laughs> disappointment, so I'm glad that you got the third place. <laughs> yeah, bah, how'd you do, though? Oh, thanks for asking, Gooby. I actually just found out 10 minutes before this episode that I won third place, boys. Let's hear it oh, out. Yeah, oh, yeah because, <laughs> To be completely honest, my buddy who kicked the shit out of my team in the semifinals again with Josh Allen and some of those frauds, Drake London. (laughs) Yeah, I I just stopped caring after that. It was a tough one. I don't know. I'll just quickly Yeah, break it down. So just on my team, I had Allen, White, Bijan Robinson, Waddle, who got injured, London, Kittle, Ayuk. Like the San Francisco players lit it up for me all year, even though I can't stand them right now to be complete. They they might be the new hated team for me. Just, Just being jelly. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, Packers defense. And actually what really helped me is I picked up Goff as my backup QB and he won two weeks for me. So that was solid. So yeah, third place for my first year back in what, three years, taking yeah. a break for fantasy football and fired up and I, I already can't wait for next year. Nice. Uh, I just want to ask you guys, uh, we'll start with you, Gooby. You had a really crazy year. You were undefeated what, up to week 10, week 11? Uh, week 11, I was undefeated. I was 11 and 0. Okay, and then unfortunately, semifinals didn't work out for you. Would you have changed anything at all this season, or was it perfect the way it happened and you wouldn't have changed a thing? I wouldn't change a thing, honestly. Like, I went 11 and 0. I lost two of my last three games, and I was still first place in the regular season, got the bye. In the end, there was nothing I could do about the semifinals because the semifinals, all my players just didn't perform. And I mean, that's the way it goes in fantasy football. There's days that your players perform and there's days that they didn't. I had two injuries, but I was lucky all season not to have a significant injury that handicapped my team. That's all a fantasy manager can ask for is to have a healthy team. Hopefully you can have it healthy till the end, but going 14 or well i guess 14 games 
without a significant injury, it's pretty fucking good for fantasy football. The semifinals, you lose. I lose uh, Chase and Pittman. Yeah, it probably hindered my team to the end. I, I'm not too sad about it. It doesn't show me the standings, but um, I think the fourth or fifth place team won our league. It doesn't matter where you end up. It's how you finish. Good for him, and I can't wait for next year. You are wow. going to be fucked on injuries next year, Goody. Yeah, you're going to get the curse. Absolutely you're going to get the curse. Rude. No, but no, and just quickly, just to Gooby, out of all of my buddies over the years, honestly, this was one of the best seasons any of them have ever had, man. So kudos to that. That was a crazy 11-0 run, just listing the whole time. It was like, it, it almost thought around like week 9, 10, you were not going to lose at this point. It was like, it bullshit. felt like it. It yeah. felt like it too. And uh, I never, I don't think I ever said I wasn't going to lose and I was going to have a perfect season because I didn't want to jinx it. Uh, I found out actually, Melk, that I didn't get my money back. Apparently, this league goes on points. Okay. So the the most points scored in the end of the year gets the trophy or gets their money back. And another fucking nail biter. I scored a hundred or one thousand eight hundred eighty one yards, point zero nine or points to one thousand eight hundred and eighty one. Point five six. No. So I lost by like point four. That's lame. That's a kick to the sack right there. Holy shit! Right, like just nail biters till the end. Both on one thousand eight hundred eighty-one points, and it just comes down to that little fraction of a point. Yeah, it just wasn't your year. That's insane. How close it was. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, what about you? Getting back three years hiatus, what would you have done differently? Uh, honestly, I next year I want to be in a more competitive league. This was fantastic, but this was basically after a massive injury. I've been out of the league for a couple years, and I got sent down to the minors for conditioning. <laughs> if any of my buddies are listening to this, I'll just say this chirp to your face at work as well. It was a fun league. Everybody had a blast, but it was a 10-man standard league. So the teams were a bit like and the waiver wire was pretty crazy the first like seven eight weeks you could pick up some really legit players so it was fun but i do miss the at least 12 man or a bit more competitive with money on the line this was kind of just a, a starter and i'm i'm hungry for more mm, me so hungry yeah this league is huge for like money it's 100 per person 12 man league first place gets a thousand that's not bad i'm in 250 uh dollar man leagues like so that's, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good chunk of change. Malcolm, All right. My league's going to restart next season. It's going to be bigger than Lizzo's stomach. Hey, yo, what the fuck? And I've got nine people in mind. So expect a DM from uh, me, Ba. Holy crap. Really? Mm-hmm. Not line up those two conversations. <laughs> like that. that is fucking perfect. Yeah. So you guys perfect. are changing up the league. Yeah. Restart. Yeah. Oh. 75 not standard ppr and i want people that know what they're doing as well oh i'm i'm telling you right now i'm in if i get that message i will say uh i have or had a supervisor he just transferred to another location a couple months ago he's in a 12 man 2 qb league five hundred dollars a person mama mia that's a spicy meatball oh winner takes all six grand Wow. Those guys aren't gambling addicts. They're just committed full time. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> like, that is a full-time job. That's yeah, like, oh, shit. That, that's, yeah, that's a lot of money on the line. So, like, last week, I was like, yeah, whatever. I, I lost. It's okay. It happens. If I lost that league in the semifinals, I'd be pissed. I would say, yeah. Six grand, bro. $500 each man. Like, that. that's where the you hate the players. You're tossing, turning 3 a.m. just being like, Josh Allen, you piece of shit. I, I'm gonna fucking. You're, those are the guys sending them DMs, being like, "Bro, it's just fantasy football. Relax." And it's like, no, it's for six grand. It's like these guys are heated. Yeah, some big change, man. Big change. There's some great leagues out there. Thousand dollar buy-ins, fifteen hundred dollar buy-ins. Fantasy football is amazing. I just want to thank everybody who participated this season and you two for doing such a stand-up job. Semifinals is no joke. Gooby roller coaster ride of a season. It was great to follow that going 11 and 0. Yeah, crazy. And, yeah. you know, next season will be upon us and it'll be a new day in fantasy football. And I can't wait. I Goobs. can't wait to go head on head with you two fuckers. Uh, <laughs> before I get into highlights, there's one more thing I want to say. What's if that? ever I win the lottery, just say it happens. Say it's like fucking 20 million or whatever. I'm putting a million dollars in a pot on a 12-man oh. league. Oof. Winner takes all. Oh, you'd have to go to Vegas go. for that. No, yeah. no buy-ins for anybody. Oh, you, oh, you set up forever. Okay. No buy-ins for anybody. It's a million dollars. Winner takes all. Now, is that a one-time thing or one-time that, thing? Like every that's one-time thing. If okay, I was gonna say, million, gonna be, it sounds like fun. I don't know. I was gonna say, you're okay, gonna be fine. By the time. Fuck it then. A hundred thousand dollars for ten years. Yo, see that? That actually not bad. I'd take that. That's not bad, but you're still gonna be broke by the time you get to that year three, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get into some fantasy. I'll start it off with the Browns clinching a playoff spot after beating the Jets 37 to 20. The Browns over here, Joe Flacco, man. Unreal. This dude is on fire. How old is you now? 40? He's 39. 39? 19 for 29, 309, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Jerome Ford getting 12 carries, 64 yards. Cream Hunt got a touchdown. Elijah Moore, five receptions, 61 yards, and a touchdown. Ford got two receptions, 57 yards, and two touchdowns. And David Njoku, I think the new Travis Kelsey for fantasy points. Excuse me? Six receptions, 134 yards. This man has balled out for the last four weeks and in fantasy football, and it's crazy. Anybody see that... Uh, that little uh, video of Joe Flacco nodding off on the fucking bench. Yeah, that's such an old man thing. Dude's got like, what, like four kids? He's a dad now. He's almost 40. He, he's he's tired. What? Uh, Trevor Simeon. He's tired. Like, Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah, he's tired, <laughs> man. Dude, dude's got four kids. He's got a huge, he's got family. So he's Rivers like, has 17 kids. That's just fucking, what? Rivers has 17 kids. Big whoop, man. You're up, you're up, man. He's enjoying the moment. He was sitting on a couch before he got the phone call to come play for the Browns. Yeah. Pretty remarkable. I mean, and David Njoku celebrating with the fans, drinking a beer. That was awesome, yeah, too. That was awesome. Uh, on the other side, Trevor Simeon, 32 of 45, 261 yards, one touchdown, one INT, and not much to show for the uh, Jets receivers. Because they Garrett suck. Wilson, 
Gil- Garrett Wilson. No, Wilson's pretty good. Wilson's good, but the rest of them suck. Garrett Wilson, five receptions, 50 yards. Brees Hall got a receiving touchdown, and Brees Hall only had 84 yards. Loser. Guys, man, the Browns made the Super Bowl. Or, well, the finals, sorry. Yeah. Or not the finals. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm still thinking uh, fantasy. Uh, Browns <laughs> made the playoffs. <laughs> Browns made the playoffs, guys. Yeah. This is crazy. So, basically, three thoughts, and I hope that I remember all three in order. Is <laughs> <laughs> After the crazy year with Deshaun Watson and just how that organization has been run and basically America kind of turning on Cleveland with the whole Deshaun Watson thing. It's crazy now where it's come full circle and they've almost become America's team again with this story and everybody's cheering them on thinking like, wow, you guys came from nowhere. You were not supposed to make the playoffs. Your starting franchise QB goes down. And more importantly, if I had told you guys, not just this off season, but even a year ago, two years ago, that this season, week 18, Joe Flacco would be rested as a starter to go into the playoffs, that's insane. I was not expecting that. I don't know about you guys. Like his ball throwing is still elite. Like the his spiral, second yeah. to none. So one of the best. When it, exactly. So when he's just chucking it, it's like you give him a good line, some receivers, and Joku, like it's like, what can he do? I, I mean, Cleveland has a chance to actually go pretty far in these playoffs, honestly. The only thing I'm worried about with Cleveland is Joe Flacco is not the mobile quarterback that we see right now in this era of football and that could hinder him i don't know but dude is slinging like you said yeah with that defense they could go pretty far question yeah yeah, go go mel jump first of all uh, it's the first time i'm cheering for a cleveland team oh that's how awesome that's how awesome this story is it's a fairy tale story but do you guys think they're the biggest threat to the ravens in the afc no Hmm. who's a bigger threat the bills the Bills, Casey, kind of because Casey's always just like that one team that just somehow pulls it out. I feel like Casey's going to be like the new New England, play okay in the regular season, but then ball out in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, so agree with Gooby besides the Browns. Obviously, the Chiefs are just the Chiefs. Like, yeah, it's been the worst statistical season in Mahomes' career. They have not looked good. I mean, they're basically turning into the Patriots where they just do not want to give this guy fucking competent receivers ever. With that being said, it's just a single game elimination in NFL playoffs. So you never can count out KC. But besides that, depending how it ends this weekend, Miami with home field advantage. Yeah. I could also see them making a run. Their injuries have really fucked them over. And that's like the only thing kind of take me back especially now with chubb is out waddles out so it's i don't really have faith in buffalo or indianapolis jacksonville no fucking way so yeah what about you milk i think the browns are the biggest threat number one defense like gooby said yeah they're 10th against the run they're top five against the pass stefan Stefan, uh, has done a remarkable job and i think he should be coach of the year oh good shout this Browns team is clicking on all cylinders and they're playing with house money because no one expected them to get this far. Flacco's been a stud. The defense is great. Amari Cooper balling out. Yes. The run game is great. Look out for the Browns. I actually, yeah. I agree with you. It's definitely Cleveland number one. And then I would say KC, then Miami, two, three. That defense is scary. And Cleveland's firing on all cylinders. And again, you're right, Booby. You hit the nail on the head that Flacco is definitely not a mobile quarterback at this point. 
But like we were saying before, when that guy chucks the ball with that O-line, I mean, scary stuff for single elimination. Just my final thing quickly, and I want to ask you guys this. How does Salah keep a job next year with the Jets? I don't see it. Do you? Yeah, because Rodgers is hurt. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Was, wasn't Rodgers only a one-year contract or was it two? Two. two it, oh, okay, okay, okay. They worked it out where it's backloaded, but he can actually still play. Like, if he wants to come back, he'll come back next year. He can come back the year after. He can come back if he wants to. Would you see Salah on a tight leash, at least? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next year, it's win or go home. I know I'm just asking a bunch of hypotheticals, but <laughs> it's fine. If, if, if no. Rogers is, yeah, if Rogers is playing, and let's just say, like they're three or four under 500, or even just close to 500, and it looks like it's kind of wavering, could there be a mid-season, or it's just, yeah, especially if Rogers gives the okay, like if it's raw, you can tell Rogers is getting ticked off or annoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he probably gets the slip. The one thing I would see that would be really cool is. Uh, is the Browns winning the Super Bowl? Because one, that would wa- make for one hell of a fucking movie. Yeah, thirty for thirty for sure. And meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like they got four weeks left. Flacco comes in and he just goes, "I got this. Don't worry." Wins the second Super Bowl. Goes back to his kid. Sits at home. That would be great. But him beating Baltimore to get there would be even more fantastic yeah the Jets the Jets not picking him up when Rodgers went yeah. down he beats them week 17 and he's gonna might go far in the yeah. playoffs there's, there's actually a couple of storylines with Flacco that are pretty great yeah it's a big, it's, it's it's a big it's, FU for sure okay, unbelievable guys. Flacco's winning with Cleveland Browns <laughs> <laughs> alright well speaking of controversial and oh, fuck you guys maybe big FUs Cowboys win in a controversial fashion, 20-19 over the Lions. Jared Goff went 19 for 34, 271 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Dak Prescott, 26 for 38, 345 yards, two touchdowns, interception, and fumbled the ball. David Montgomery, 14 carries, 65 yards, a touchdown. Montgomery got snubbed, by the way, for the Pro Bowl. I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, yeah. I don't think your boy Swift should have got in, but we can talk about that later. Tony Pollard, 16 carries, 49 yards, no touchdowns. They should have signed Dalvin Cook. I was pissed off about that. Now he goes to the Ravens, makes the number one running back or number one running offense even more potent. Amon Ross A. Brown, another Pro Bowl snub, six receptions, 90 yards, one touchdown. CeeDee Lamb, man, is CeeDee Lamb the best wide receiver right now? 13 receptions. 227 yards, one touchdown. Now, boys, I want to ask you, did the Lions get royally screwed? I want to know from Ba first. Let's hear it. (laughs) Of course they did. (laughs) Yes, I think they did. I'm not going to go like you guys think to the extreme of the refs are always on fucking Dallas's side, even though I do fucking believe that. And you guys believe that about Philly. That's why we love each other. So we're not even going to get into that. (laughs) I I think it's a horse shit call. And I think the ref running away is a coward move. At the same time, Dan Campbell's playing a lot of mind tricks and there's a lot of interpretation and places to be confused and the quality of refing. And I've stated this before, before, and basically every sport is down. Like half these guys don't even know the fucking rules themselves. And you want to throw this mixed bag at them. It's just setting yourself up for a fail. But I do think that they were screwed over yet. I'm not even one of those guys that blames Dan Campbell for going for the two again. Like that's who Dan Campbell is. And when you hear the players afterwards, they're like, yeah, yeah, we were going to go for the two again. Like pretty much everyone knew it because that is how they run. So 
I'm not blaming that, but yeah, they got screwed over. I mean, Dak and CD are having two amazing seasons. Like, I'm not going to, I can't deny that. It's it's incredible. I'm so pissed off at the Eagles play. It was a good game. Like, to watch it on red zone, it was back and forth. Field goal, touchdown, field goal, touchdown. You guys are going into the half basically tied. And then uh, a bunch of sc- points are scored in the fourth. Goff looks good. Dak, it's just, it's one of those things that came down to the wire. And the refs are basically the storyline heading out of the game, which basically nobody wants you guys are happy you got the win i'm not denying that from you it's like haha fuck you you guys love the memes on your fan pages about it (laughs) i I would i would do the same philly trash but it sucks knowing that the big takeaway from your win is the refs are the storyline that always sucks gooby it's a yes and a no for me on this on on detroit getting screwed yes they got screwed on the the call of an eligible player downfield but Detroit kind of screwed themselves going for two, three times. Yeah, okay. You get a bad call on the first one. Okay, cool. You get a penalty on the second one. Now, I ain't no religious man, but that's someone telling you. <laughs> yeah. Hey. That was a sign. Go for fucking one. Yeah. Kick yeah. the goddamn yeah. field goal yeah. and try, try an overtime because <laughs> this isn't going your way. And going for it for a third time, no, like you get two scores and they get taken back. The third one, yeah, no, the third time's not the charm for them. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. I mean, CD Lamb though he set a record that game, right? He set uh, all-time receiving yards for the Cowboys. Yeah, I think he did. I, I don't know. CD's just been all-world this yeah. season. But you guys took the words out of my mouth, especially you, Gooby. I understand you want to you want to get the win. You want to be risky. But you have a chance to have the second seed. Let's face it, Detroit hasn't won anything in a very long time. You have a chance to have the second seed, have home field for the first two rounds. Yeah. And you can't risk it on the road. You, I'm, I'm telling you, they would have won in overtime. The momentum Detroit had, they would have won an OT. If it didn't work the first time, and yes, you got screwed over. Taylor Decker got screwed over. It didn't work the second time. Kick the damn extra point. Yep. Yes. That's all I have to say. One you guys are though, right. I mean, three times. Three, three times. Yeah. yeah. One thing, though, man, kudos on Detroit for making that trade back in the day for Goff. I mean, look at Stafford. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl, but the Rams are nothing now. Stafford. Stafford's the Rams are in the playoffs. Is, yeah, but Stafford's arms are is gone. They're not making the I far can, in the I, playoffs. I, I uh, can see them potentially, man. If they play the Lions, that's going to be a good first round matchup. Yo, spoiler alert, I actually put a Super Bowl future on the Rams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the odds were so incredible. We were at work. I was like, I'm putting 10 no, on fuck that. It. Fuck it. Might as well. Their coach I mean, good. we all do that, right? Yeah. Um, but, but, but I want you to go with the next story because it involves your Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go for um, it. Yeah. So basically, uh, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, we got a bunch of defensive uh, player of the year candidates. That's the storyline here. No. The actual <laughs> storyline is my fucking Eagles. So yeah, we've all seen the meet. What, four, five weeks ago, we're 10-1, and one, basically first in all statistical categories. Well, we lose. And we lose in spectacular fashion, folks, because guess what? We played the fucking Arizona Cardinals. Oh, you're thinking that's a pretty easy win. Okay, fine. They beat the Giants divisional rival the week before. It wasn't great. There's a lot of question marks. The team is just not clicking. 
but it's an easy win right now and we can kind of just ride off into the sunset no you know what why don't you let the fucking cardinals with our former co- coordinator come back win 35 to 31 i mean just crazy and, and jalen hurts before that interception and some real stupid plays towards the end was actually not having a bad game i mean aj brown was balling out so it's very very frustrating I'm going to be honest with you guys. When we were talking earlier this week, I was ready to come on to this episode and I was going to give it to them. I was just <laughs> going to basically spend five to 10 minutes, had written all these notes about what I hated about this team. Sirianni's face pissing me off. Wow. But AJ Brown spoke to the media. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Eh, eh, okay. When I heard AJ Brown will speak to the media tomorrow. When you hear a wide receiver say that, what is your first thought, boys? <laughs> Bye-bye. It's not good. Yeah. It's, it's bye bye. Yeah. It's okay. Great. This guy's gone. For him to come out and basically say that the coach has not lost the dressing room, that we respect the hell out of him because he's coming out and trying to take the blame for our losses, our mistakes that we're personally making on the field as players, was actually great and refreshing to hear. So I am not all the way back. I'm not even anywhere close. I'm still pissed off at this team. I I think compared to last year, they're almost frauds of the same team and i don't know mm-hmm. if it's sirianni or if it's the coordinators who left or if jalen hurts who yeah clearly is still injured and you guys tell me all year is fucking injured but he does not run the fucking same this year he's not the mm-hmm. same player it, just even his decision making it pisses me off that basically a ton of our veterans are probably going to be gone next year kelsey graham Car- like it's going to be pretty depleted but that being said have you guys seen the photo with the 2012 Ravens stats? <laughs> <laughs> no, we do not have Ray Lewis coming back from injury. So I do not think they are the same teams. However, just like I said previously, it's single elimination. This team, they really need to beat the Giants this weekend. I'm not going to say it's a must win. We clinched the playoffs and everything. And to be honest with you guys, I'm fully expecting us to lose. But I could see us losing this and then winning the first playoff, first and only playoff game this season. I don't even know where my head's at with this team. I'm not all the way back, but I'm not as pissed off as I was going to be. I still see a little bit of sunshine, but there is a lot of questions being asked. I, let's let's hear from the unbiased Cowboy fans how they feel about watching that. Goobs. We lost the cards, so there's nothing yeah. to hang your head about. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, this is, wait, yeah, I just wanted to play did. a little game before. Okay, hold on. Name the NFC East team <laughs> that lost to San Francisco, lost to Arizona, what was the other one? Like we basically have the exact same fucking schedule. Like we had the same losses. The only difference is you guys lost to the Jags and we lost to the Jets. But we basically all lost to the same teams. It's kind of crazy now. And this whole NFC East, the same team is not going to win the division two years in a row. It's just coming to fruition. Yeah, it's nothing to hang your head about because I mean we lost to the Cards and yeah, the Cards are just plain spoiler for a lot of fucking teams. They have four wins for some reason, but all those wins I'm pretty sure made an impact on the playoffs. Jalen Hurts going 167 yards. Yeah, he threw three touchdowns, but I mean I could see more of him. And I know AJ Brown complained a while ago that he he wasn't getting the ball enough. I don't think he he is. He's, he only got four receptions. Like, you guys start using your guys more. Devontae Smith only got three receptions. And I now mean, he's hurt. And now he's hurt. Yeah. Julio Jones, it, it was... Uh, Two touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles <Jones>. legend. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to the Hall of Fame. Yep, statue. 
Yeah, <laughs> put him on the ring of honor. No, I, I don't get Brian Johnson, our coordinator. I, I don't understand the scheming and the play calling towards the end. Like, it, it's completely different than last year. Like, yeah, we do the tush push and all that, and it's let Hurts have, what, 15 fucking rushing touchdowns? Like, yeah, and everyone's expecting it. But even without the tush push, we were way more aggressive last year. Facts. Way more aggressive, especially towards the end of the season. Not only that, but our line was just way better in pocket protection. It's just, there's so many question marks right now with this team. Yeah, it is rough to see. It's the NFL. Anything can happen. And it's been a crazy season for both of us. It's weird. It's it's fucking weird. That's all I got to say. I think it's more of your defense that's letting you down. You guys give up a lot of passing yards and passing TDs. Like overall, you're 23rd. Did not expect that. You were a top five defense last year, if I'm not mistaken. 28th against the pass. Pass. You're 11th against the run. Red zone D, your number, you got 67.9%. Look at our third down conversion on defense. Yeah, and you're 29th in scoring D. Like you give up an average of 25.1 points per game. It's not going to get it done. It's crazy because this team, like you said, 10 and 1. 10 and 1, but all these things were piling up. And I guess the, through the smokes and the mirrors, we didn't see it until now when San Francisco beat them up, when we beat them, Arizona winning. Philly is still a great team. I am not dismissing Philly. They're going to be the NFC South winner, hands down. They are going to beat that team. Unless the Cowboys choke and you guys win and you guys get the crown. Maybe this Sunday, it's a nice win to get them ready for the playoffs because there's nothing like beating up on, a, on an opponent to get you ready. So maybe that happens and maybe they go on a, on a run. No, it's true. And and you're so right about the defense, especially compared to last year when CJ, you, how many times would we see the Eagles make a defensive interception in the end zone or right in like the, the 10 yard, like the goal line and we'd run it back or just again. And I brought it up to you, the third down conversion rate, like we would stop the play. That was one of the things we were known for last year was like, you had to get it down the field at least to like the 20, 25 yard to get a field goal or otherwise we were going to stop you. This year, we are just letting them through. And again, I, I called Sirianni, I heard it on a podcast, the coordinator merchant. I, I don't know if it's him. It was the guys last year, Steichen, who was making all these incredible plays. But this year, you're right. It was kind of smoke's mirror. Like I could laugh it off and send you guys that Leo DiCaprio meme because <laughs> we're still winning games, right? Like, But that's why I was never really talking shit all season. I was just sending that one photo because the Eagles were basically two games. Dominate in the first two quarters, do nothing in the second fucking half and let the other team come back and squeak a win by by a field goal or we would score a touchdown within the last four minutes when we would stop the drive and we'd go down and just last minute get some garbage time and we'd end up winning or it would be a, a game where we're losing 14 nothing 14 3 17 3 going into the half and we'd make a march back and come back at the last minute and it was always yeah. one of those two things and you just kind of knew it was like we never actually had full control of the game. The confidence when it's in the fourth quarter, we're up by 10 or 14 points last year and Hurts had the ball. I was getting ready to send you boys things being like, all right, <laughs> the Cowboys. <laughs> now it's like, holy fuck, just get the first down. What are you doing? Please, for the love of God. A lot has changed. I could see us both losing tomorrow. Well, well, then Is that not NFC anything. East? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Goobs, what's the next story? All right, we got the Saints 
at the Bucks. Saints winning 23-13. Derek Carr going 24-32, 197, two touchdowns. Jamal Williams, 19 carries, 58 yards. Juwan Johnson, eight receptions, 90 yards, one touchdown. Taysom Hill, two receptions, 30 yards, one touchdown. On the other side, we got Baker Mayfield, 22 of 33, 309, two touchdowns, two INTs. Trey Palmer, four receptions, 84 yards, one touchdown. Chris Godwin, three receptions, 81 yards, one touchdown. I mean, Mike Evans has just been irrelevant for fantasy owners this year. Three receptions, 70 yards. Another uh, thousand yard season. He he's has gonna another- be the number he's gonna be the number one wide receiver commodity this offseason. You yeah. think so? Oh yeah. Kansas City. Yep. Hundred percent. He's going I could, to Kansas yeah, City. well Kansas City needs something. Well they can just cut everyone on that team and keep Kelsey Mahomes and have Evans. I would keep uh Tony or Tony or however you want to pronounce I would it. not keep Tony. No, you have Rice who's a great rookie wide receiver. Get Evans as the number one. Rice is your number two and the Chiefs are back to a powerhouse. Yeah, but I mean, you got to keep some some players. Draft. <laughs> it's cheap. They don't like drafting receivers for some reason. We talk about they drafted receiver. Rice was a draft. Was he? Yes. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> They're both eight and eight now, so. Yeah. I mean, tied for first going into this weekend, one of them. It's either what Tampa Bay for the third straight time is going to get the division title or New Orleans is going to have this comeback because I mean, before this game, it was what a three, four game winning streak for Tampa. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Baker Mayfield is balling the fuck out for Tampa Bay. I love like, Baker. Kudos, kudos to that guy, especially on his career. Like, I don't care. I like Baker. I, I hate Baker. Care. I is know he, you do. Is he back with Tampa next season? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's a, I mean, a, if one he's more year on playoffs, his 100%. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably draft a rookie QB to pursue options with. But, I mean, they got Carolina this this weekend. It's pretty much a no-brainer that Tampa's going to get this. That's a whole different tune if they lose, though. Again, it, yeah, yeah, because that just opens lose the up the Saints. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I Baker, you know, controversial guy. And, yeah, I'm sure there are guys in the NFL just like you, Melk, who can't fucking stand him. But, I mean, it, it seems like he's a locker room guy with Tampa Bay. Like they, they seem to like him and rally around him. And that's an important part, especially when you're fighting for the playoffs. So I think an easy win against the Panthers tomorrow, at least a home one home playoff game after moving on from Tom Brady, I see Baker back for sure. New Orleans is facing Atlanta, who has a very slim chance of making the playoffs. They need a few scenarios to happen. So do the Saints. So if, they, if the Bucks win, Saints need help. The Saints need Seattle and Green Bay to lose. That's going to be a great game to watch because most of these weekend games, I think there's like six or seven teams that are benching their starters. So like that, that, that Atlanta New Orleans game is going to be a great game to watch because they're, they're both pretty much even eight and eight, seven and nine, and they both have playoff hopes. So, yeah. And speaking about uh, the Saints and, and the future but with Melky, what do you guys like car in New Orleans? What is going to be that? Where is that guy going to be? Not so they're in they're in cap hell, like the yeah, Chargers. Exactly. Yeah. He's going to have to restructure big time if he wants to stay in New Orleans. Michael Thomas, they need to cut him. It's not working. You have a number one in Olave. You still have Kamara. He, Kamara was very good this season after getting suspended. 
you have pieces there like Jawan Johnson is a great piece too but you got to restructure that whole situation otherwise Carr is going to be in the unemployment line yep. I'm just looking up Taysom Hill's cro- contract you need to get rid of his ass too because he's he's eating up a lot of money he's you uh, don't like Gary- first downs He's, he's guaranteed $21.5 million. I That's think he's crazy. paying them. They're paying him $10 million per year because he was supposed to be their quarterback, and then he yeah. just kind of shit the bed. I'm calling it right now. The moment he leaves the Saints, that's Peyton's boy. He is going to the Broncos. Not not yep. even to be the starter, but, yep. but will be in that organization. Yep. As a tight end? Gadget guy. <laughs> just a backup, backup edger. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mel. Last story. I think we were talking about beatdowns with the Panthers. Well, this was a beatdown, and I loved it so much because I hate Tua and the Dolphins. The Ravens destroyed them 56 to 19. <laughs> Tua went 22 for 38, 237 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Lamar Jackson, 18 for 21, 321 yards, five touchdown, boys. It rushed 35 yards. Damn, boy, he's sick! Devon Chain, 14 carries, 107 yards. Gus Edwards, 16 carries, 68 yards, touchdown. Zay Flowers, Gooby's favorite wide receiver, three receptions, 106 yards, and a touchdown. Ravens have already clinched the number one seed in the AFC. The Dolphins face the Bills for the AFC East crown. Who is winning that division, boys? What, the uh, Ravens division? Nope. No, no, no. Or Dolphins. the AFC East. Yeah, Who cares just... about the Ravens? The Ravens are number one. Yeah, I was going yeah, to say. They've clinched it all. They're resting everyone. We, we don't care about that. I don't want to ask about MVPs because that's going to be, that's going to come up. I want to know about the AFC East. Yeah. Who's so winning this... that division. Just mainly because I have a bunch of coworkers who are actually Bills fans and my one good buddy who's a Dolphins. I can't wait to watch this game Sunday night. So much on the line. I think the Bills are going to fucking Bills. I think they're going to lose and I think Miami's going to win. Even though they just got the beat down from the Ravens and they're facing so many injuries. I don't know. Yeah, I know you're going to say the Bills, aren't you? If they win, do they get the tiebreaker? Yep. They already beat the Dolphins. I think the Bills then. I'm going with the Bills. Josh Allen has something to prove. Uh, That whole team as a unit has something to prove. It's hard to say. I'm not even convincing myself. Like when I say out loud, I want the Dolphins to win. I think it's more I just want them to win it. To win? You just want them to win? Yeah, but the more I say it, it's like, I just don't think so. What you're saying, Allen has something to prove on the line. And again, I keep going back to just how many injuries right now the Dolphins have. And even Tua right now has what a hurt shoulder, so it's like, yeah. Oh, Melky, what do you? Think? The, I don't the, know. The you biggest, know, Bill. Are you thinking Bills for sure? You. Think, okay. The the biggest thing for me is if they lose. Yeah. I'm assuming they're probably not going far in the playoffs. They could. They have. They might not. They it. might not make the playoffs if they lose. That's the thing, right? The biggest thing is if they lose, Stefan Diggs is out. I don't think he comes back. Oh, 100%. He's good. And that good puts call. that Bills team in shambles. So not only do they have that division to win, they have their players to keep. That's one of the biggest things on the line because once Diggs is out, that team starts to crumble because they don't have a good number one. I see them getting a new coach soon if that fucking ha- happens. Yeah. McDermott is on the line as well. Oh, he gets fired if they don't make the playoffs. 
I just think it's a bad time to be a Finns fan. Like you said, <laughs> there's piles and piles of injuries. Chubb, Howard, Mostart, Waddle, Armstead. Tyreek's house catching on fire. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Him don't run so the fast boot. indoors. Yeah. <laughs> they said it was a little kid playing with a lighter, a cigar lighter. I think it was one of his baby mamas that just <laughs> lit that sucker on fire, like waiting to exhale. I think it was something like that. Because <laughs> there was a lot of baby mamas who came out recently. And then Tua's just flaming garbage. I don't have any faith in Tua. He's a product of Tyreek Hill. There's so much against them. I know they're at home, but the Bills want it more. The Bills have the better team. Bills are clinching the AFC East crown. I want to stick on the Ravens-Miami topic. I want to go on the Ravens side. Did you see this point spread this week for the Ravens versus Steelers? Because the Ravens are benching, the Steelers are predicted to win by three. And Steelers can get in the playoffs, too. <laughs> I was doing that whole betting thing with my mom, and she's like, oh, I'm going to pick like this, this, this. And I'm like, the Steelers are predicted to win by three. That's because they're benching all their players on the Ravens side. Everybody is being benched. Yeah, everybody. Fuck, even their second strings are being, they're playing their thirds. Not even that, and this will lead into the next thing. But I mean, basically, you're benching a player who's potentially going to be player of the year win MVP. And he doesn't even have to play week 18. Be a zero. predictions yeah boss since you mentioned it what do we got next you know what we're talking mvp say what obviously there is no boomer bust this because there is no more games so we are going to be doing our mvp player choice actually and, i thought we were going to do postseason predictions oh is that it did i get the lineup confused we can do mvp first we can do mvp nope, first he's right he's right no no <laughs> Oh, I got it Let's confused. Let's do postseason. This is why I am not hosting this. No, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so postseason. You're on prediction. our. You're on our ring of honor. Yeah, beautiful. I'm. I'm gonna. Put you're the only there. member. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, disregard everything I just fucking said. <laughs> okay. Hey guys, our next segment: playoff predictions. Let's do that. Okay. So <laughs> as of right now, here's how it's looking, boys. If everything turns out. San Fran and Baltimore, obviously, first place locked up. We'll start with the NFC. As of right now, Tampa Bay and Philly, fourth and third. Detroit and the Rams, third and sixth. And then Dallas and Green Bay, second and seventh place. On the AFC side, Jacksonville, Cleveland, Casey, Buffalo, and then Miami versus the Colts. What are we thinking, boys? Do we see anything changing from that? After this week, uh, Melky's shaking his head, so Melky, you get to go first. So my NFC predictions, obviously the 49ers, number one seed, they've got the yep. bye. Duh. Even though I have no faith in the Cowboys getting the job done Sunday because they like to 
leave us at the edge of our seats with heartbreak and disappointment, they win and send off Ron Rivera into the senior center for next season. Oh, I got a bingo! What do I win? A banana! A whole one! Yep. They get the number two seed. Lions at three, Bucks at four. My wild cards, Eagles, five, Rams, six. And this last one, I fought tooth and nail. I went back and forth, but I'm actually gonna show Jordan Love some love. I got the Packers at number seven. So that sets the matchup at Packers and Cowboys, Rams, Lions, Eagles, Bucks. I've got the Cowboys winning. I've got the Lions winning, even though I could see a big upset from LA. And I got the Eagles winning. Divisional game, Eagles versus 49ers, Lions versus Cowboys. I've got the 49ers winning, unfortunately. Bah. And I've got the Cowboys getting to the NFC Championship game where they will be destroyed by the 49ers. That is basically on the nose of what I thought you were going to have. And <laughs> for the most part, I actually agree. And I'm not going to go over again because besides basically Detroit beating the Rams, I have the Rams beating the Lions and facing you guys. So yeah, same thing. I have us beating Tampa. We're going to get demolished by the 49ers. You guys are going to face the Rams instead. The Rams are going to beat you. Excuse me? It's going to be Rams 49ers. Mm. And even though I have a Super Bowl bet on them because the odds were just too good, I actually have the 49ers, clearly. Like, I think everyone's pretty much predicting it's a 49er Ravens Super Bowl unless yeah. something crazy happens at this point. Like, that's odds on favor, and I don't think anybody's crazy for taking that. Yeah, I'm basically the same as you. Although, so, so question, and, and this is, I just didn't know, and I didn't look it up in time. If we both lose, you guys still remain the second spot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the only way that happens is if Eagles win, you guys lose. That's the only reason yep. that it would change. Yeah. Okay. So for that, I have the exact same as you, but again, Rams over Lions and then Rams beating you guys, Rams 49ers, uh, East Conference Championship. <laughs> Goobs. Hater alert. Okay. Mine's going to be a little bit confusing. Okay. okay. I'm trying to still figure it out, but <laughs> Niners obviously first seed Cowboys. I think they'll get the win, second seed. Third seed goes to the Lions. No, sorry. Third seed, if the Eagles win, the Lions lose. No, the Lions have already clinched the third seed. Okay, Nothing so the, changes. So Lions third, Bucks fourth, Eagles fifth. I think the Minnesota Vikings. You stupid. Somehow. No. They, I, they have a shot. They're pretty much dead in the water. They are pretty much dead in the water. This is why I said it was really confusing. So they need to win, obviously, against Detroit. Uh, Bears need to beat the Green Bay Packers, which I think they can do. The Falcons need to beat the Saints. And that is a toss-up game right now. We don't know which way they're both fighting for a shot. And then it says, and or the Panthers beat the Bucks, which... We know probably won't happen. I like to do the bold predictions. You know me. I think the Vikings have a, a shot. I think they're going to play with all their heart. I mean, you're shaking your head no, but you never fucking know. It's the NFL. Fuck. The Browns are in. The Bucks are somehow in. The Rams are somehow in. Bucks are in because that division sucks. Yeah. Well, terrible division. I like my bold predictions. I think that the Vikings get the seven. Nope. Okay, then what happens wildcard weekend division game and your NFC championship? 
Okay, so uh, this is difficult. Are you serious? Who's your last wild card? Match your last wild card with I think the Cowboys. I, yeah, it'll be the Vikings. So you got Cowboys, Vikings. Who yeah. wins that game? Cowboys. Okay. Who is your six seed? It'd be Rams versus Lions. Okay. Who do you like there? Lions win that. Eagles okay. beat the Bucks. Okay. And so then... you got the same matchup as me in the divisional Eagles versus 49ers and Lions versus Cowboys. Yeah. Niners win that. Uh, Cowboys win the Lions game. And I think redemption for the Cowboys. <laughs> and I think the Cowboys win that. And they go to the Super Bowl. I think they do. <laughs> I think, I think no. You you can laugh all you want. I I think the Cowboys. What? Do you think I, it's just because it's bias? A little bit. A little not bit. at all. Not at all. You not at all. No. <laughs> Dak is playing lights out. Some teams have showed what the Niners' weaknesses are, and I think Dallas needs to really work on all the game highlights and all the the videos. And I think they can just pull it off. I, I think Lamb's going to have a great game. This gut feeling that, hey, like, the Cowboys are it. And I think it's it's going to be a hell of a fucking game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring, like, plus 30s for both teams. I think it's going to be game of the year if it, if it comes down to it. Uh, I just think Dallas will squeak one out. I think it's going to be, like, by three. Does this have something to do with Jimmy Johnson being in the ring of honor? Now that the no. curse is broken. No, I don't think so. That was some luck against the Lions, but no, I don't think so. So on the other side, are we? Yeah, go AFC. Yeah. Ravens one, Dolphins two, Chiefs three. Why are you shaking your head? No. Because I don't Dolphins. agree with you, but keep going. <sighs> Wait, if the Bills win, do the Dolphins... <laughs> The Bills, the Bills get, get the number. Bills get the two seed. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Ravens, Bills, Chiefs. Oh, this always confuses me. Jaguars. Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? Jags, Browns, uh, Dolphins, Colts. I think it stays the same, other than the Bills and the Dolphins switch. I think the Colts are playing lights out. They're, they're playing with a lot of heart, and I mean, no one really saw that team making the playoffs really they were subpar they're still subpar they're nine and seven what what are you talking about yeah it's rough uh so i got the bills beating the colts i got i'm gonna say the chiefs beat miami the browns beat the jaguars so then what would it be so you'd have the browns versus the ravens okay and the chiefs versus the bills okay bills beat the chiefs I still say the Ravens beat the Browns. I'm going to say Ravens beat the Bills and the Ravens beat the Cowboys. Finally, actual freedom! So your, your Ravens are your Super Bowl champs? Yeah. Okay, I'm not I'm not mad about that. Bob, what do you think? Uh, yeah, so the one thing I had to work around while we were talking during this podcast is actually switching, like Gooby did, Buffalo-Miami. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, so that it's, changed a bit. it's hard to figure it out. Yeah, so there's... The one confusing part about this race is that if Pittsburgh ends up beating Baltimore, like there's a chance that Jacksonville can be out of the playoffs. And that's kind of screwing me up. But what I have right now is Jacksonville making the playoffs. The only change I have, I have Houston beating the Colts this weekend. So do I. (laughs) Okay. So I'm glad you said that. So I actually have the Texans going through. So just with my standings and 
I honestly think there's a chance Jacksonville could miss the fucking playoffs with Mike Tomlin beating the Ravens, like we said, with so many guys benched. Like, it could actually be kind of crazy going into the AFC, and that might even have to change up everything. But going forward right now, Cleveland, Jacksonville, obviously Baltimore, number one. Then I have KC Dolphins at a KC home game, and then it's going to be Buffalo versus the Texans. So I obviously have the Bills beating the Texans. I've got KC beating Miami, and I've got Cleveland beating Jacksonville. So the lowest seed there would be Cleveland. Yeah, so Cleveland, Cleveland what Cleveland would end up facing Baltimore. Yeah. And then that way it would be Buffalo versus KC. I see KC beating Buffalo. I clearly see the Ravens winning, like I said. And then the Ravens going on and winning the Super Bowl. I agree with you, Gooby, there. Oh my God. So I had the Texans uh, different over the Colts. And just exactly like Melk's gonna have it, we all know, I've got the Dolphins and Bills switch with Bills taking the number two. Yeah, I have the exact same thing, except my Super Bowl outcome, 49ers beat the Ravens. That's the revenge game. No, fuck you. And Brock Purdy is the MVP. (laughs) Kyle Shanahan finally gets the big one. I guess that would put San Francisco at six championships, surpassing the Cowboys. All right, well, I'm not cheering for the 49ers. I don't care that you said that. (laughs) You, You brought it up, so let's talk Brock Purdy. Lamar. Yeah. MVP Everybody talk. else. MVP Let's talk. Go. I brought it up 20 minutes ago. Yeah, actually, Bob brought it up. Who should win MVP this season and why? Bob. Accidentally. <laughs> Mel, since he's our guest, yeah. who's your MVP? I've been a hater in years past. I'm just going to open say that. I don't even know why. I might just be jealous. Mm, maybe. But I've turned around on Lamar this year. I mean, to come back from injury... He was even before last week, obviously the MVP clear-cut favorite because my guy Jalen fucking blew it. Dax had a phenomenal season. I'm a hater with you guys, yeah, but basically beating Jalen in every category besides rushing TDs, and that's just not who Dak is, so I don't even put really that much stock into it. So you've had a great fucking season. He was MVP for a bit. Purdy was MVP for a bit. If Purdy wins the Super Bowl, Melky, which I think is, spoiler alert, might be your decision, we'll wait and see. I could agree with that. But right now, like I said, before last week, before the five touchdowns, the over 300 yards, basically being rested week 18, coming back to a 13-3 and record again after being injured with the whole contract, will he, won't he? I mean, Lamar is, yeah, he's my clear-cut favorite for MVP, so I'm going to be going with the bookies on this one. Um, MVP gets <laughs> brought out during the championship sh- series. Yeah, the conference, like the conference yeah. championships. Okay, okay. Yeah, that doesn't take away. Still Lamar then, for sure. I've tossed and turned about this. Lamar's stats this year, I'm just going to go over. He has 307 completions, 3,678 yards, 24 touchdowns. He has seven INTs. Rushing, he has 148 carries, 821 yards, five touchdowns, and five fumbles. On the other hand, Dak Prescott, where are we at here? He's got... 379 completions, 4,237 yards, 32 touchdowns, eight INTs, and he has 55 carries for 242 yards, two touchdowns, and two fumbles. I think that it's going to be a huge split decision between two people. And I think it's not going to Dak. It's not going to (laughs) Dak. I think it's going to Christian McCaffrey. Hmm. Oh, a non-QB, really. I like that. I think, now, I'm going to pull up his stats here. I had it here, and I lost it. 
Um, I mean, you're you're wrong, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, I could I be wrong. I mean, like, we all could be wrong. It's a QB driven league. If I had to vote, I would vote Christian McCaffrey. I don't think any this, quarterback is deserving of it. No quarterback has stood out this season compared to yeah. other seasons. From start this, to this, this is why I think it's going to be a split decision, and I think it might uh, lean in favor of Christian McCaffrey. He has 272 carries, 1,459 yards, 14 touchdowns. He has 67 receptions for 564 yards, seven touchdowns, one fumble. He's got uh, three fumbles in total with the receiving. He's been playing lights out for... It was a toss-up between Purdy and McCaffrey. Like, if Purdy was playing a little bit better, I'd still go McCaffrey because I think that team is nothing without McCaffrey. I think you could slot in uh, QB into that team and they'd still play pretty good. They have great weapons. With your safety blanket and McCaffrey going on like any kind of slant. I know pretty much that's probably going to go to Lamar, but I really want McCaffrey to win. He's been and healthy. That's that's the one thing against him. He's played amazing this season. Lamar's passing, it's been good, but it hasn't been top tier. If you look at yards, I think he's like fourth in passing yards or fifth. I don't know. So, 3,678 yards <laughs> is pretty damn good. I'm going I'm to look it up. Mel, you tell me your MVP predictions. Uh, it's going to be Lamar. Hands down. See, Dak Prescott had it until he lost to Buffalo and Miami. Purdy yeah. had it until he lost to the Ravens. Lamar last week cemented that with his five-touchdown performance. He's got 24 touchdowns. He's got 821 rushing yards, five rushing TDs, only seven picks, quarterback rating of 102.7. No-brainer. It's a quarterback-driven award. I don't think any quarterback is really deserving of it this season, but if you're going to go by default and if you're going to play politics here, Lamar Jackson for MVP. All right. Lamar is QB 14 for passing yards. Meh. He is not there in touchdowns either. He's two, four, six, eight. He's 10th for passing yeah. touchdowns. But his team is 13 and three. Exactly. But that's, that's the thing. It, it, it's, it's a team driven league. I, I get that. Niners are what? 12 and, 12 and 4. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll probably win their game. I mean, I know they're no, probably. I think they're sitting everyone too. Who are they playing? The Rams. And the Rams, are, are they fully in or are they. Rams are pretty much in. So just, they're probably going to sit their players sitting. Yeah. I don't know. Because Lamar stat wise isn't top five, I don't think he gets it. I think McCaffrey gets it. I get what you're saying, Gooby. Exactly what Melky's saying. It's it's 13 and three, first place, clinched division. Like I said, coming back from last year, you got the feel good story and the five TD performance. It's like recency bias. He's been dominant in every game for the last like five, six weeks. And what you said about other QBs and besides McCaffrey, nobody else has really stood out. Like, yeah, Purdy, Dak, these guys, they have one really good fucking week. And they usually follow it up with a mid to average or below week. And then it's just like forgotten because it's like, ah, there's a new flavor this week. Lamar's been pretty consistent. And it sucks to say because Melk's right. Like basically the first place dominant team, if the NFL reach like, reaches like minimum threshold, 3,000 yards, 15 TD, yeah. whatever, 
he's fucking winning it if he's healthy. Plus, they're the number one rushing attack, and that's led by him, not the yeah. running backs. Him. Yeah. So bet a toonie that CMC doesn't win. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Well, since Milk talked about it, let's go into Tooney bets. And Bob, I'm going to start off with you. So I kind of told you guys already this week what I was going to choose. Just a super piss off pick. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Commanders over Cowboys. Let's go. <laughs> Ron Rivera selling, into the, selling off in the sunset. What? What the fuck? He's going to get that win, the upset. Who be fair? We're losing as well, boys. Okay. So I'm not saying you're going to lose your position in the playoffs. Don't you fucking worry. About that. I've got us both losing, but I'm willing to put the toonie. I'm not going to bet against my team. I, I can't do that, even as much as they piss me off. So, yeah, I think the incredible play calling of Ron Rivera, the throwing ability of Sam Howell, who beat you guys in the last week last year. He has yep. that memory fresh. Oh, I, I just boy. think, like, even though they're last place, Washington's too dominant this week for some reason right now. I think they're a good team. I want to put a toonie on it. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Mike McCarthy is going to try and experiment and be an absolute idiot and cost us the game. This is going to be Mike McCarthy fashion. Let's experiment, see what yep. we can do going into the playoffs, and they're going to blow it, and we lose and you win, and we go on the road to face the Bucks. You guys will blow it, and then the Eagles will lose by a field goal with no seconds on the clock, and the Giants <laughs> come off, and everybody will be like, oh, that's our Super Bowl. We beat All right. Well trash since we're gonna talk that game i'm gonna go then and i'm gonna pick the giants over the eagles good but you gotta why would you do that you gotta remember you gotta remember what i said in the group chat is i'm picking the zebras to win this game and i feel like the zebras are gonna fuck some shit up and be like ah no you fucked up the giants are gonna win that's how it's gonna go Folks, I actually understand here, kind of, that Gooby is saying the refs are going to blow it for the Eagles. For the Cowboys to win. But let's talk about the self-awareness of how the Cowboys just won their fucking game last week. And this guy's talking about the Zebras. Folks, just remember that when you have any Cowboy fans in your lives. This is what we deal with on a daily basis. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. Sorry, uh, not sorry. But for for for, for like a real toonie bet, I'm pick, picking Pittsburgh over the Ravens. Oh, that wasn't your actual toonie bet. You're not choosing the Giants. No, I'm picking the Giants. I'm just saying for like the real oh. toonie bet, oh, it's okay. Pittsburgh over the Ravens. Not to sorry, not to interrupt. But if that happens, what's the playoff situation? So the Jags are out. So would that mean the Colts or Texans move up to that spot? Yeah, whoever whoever wins that game gets the AFC South. Okay. It's wow. crazy. So Indianapolis it's confusing me. So so if the Jags are out and Texans beat Colts with the who who takes over that other spot? I guess the Steelers if they win. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Steelers jump to the wild card because obviously the Ravens have the, the, the north. Yeah. And then that yeah, would be such be, a Tomlin thing to do. Because <laughs> everyone's like, oh, is he done? Yeah. Has he lost the mystique? Should, is it time to change over? And then he gets them into the playoffs. He always does enough to keep his job. He always gives you reasons to be like, ah, Mike could be the guy. Doesn't have a losing season. All right, Melky. <laughs> yeah, who do you Final Toonie bet of the season. Here we go. Well, you know, we have to go out with a bang. 
And what bigger bang than the Raiders to put down the Broncos in the finale? The final hurrah. The line's only minus three. It should be a lot bigger. Fuck the Broncos. Wow, what an asshole. This is the second last game in Vegas. It's crazy that the Super Bowl is coming back to Vegas in February. Raiders are looking to sweep the series. And Antonio Pierce is playing for his head coaching job. I hope he does get it. I don't want Jim to get that job or Belichick or anyone else. Pierce deserves it. They're four and four with him. Could be five and four after this win. Broncos are a mess. The rust benching. Their defense is 30th overall. Their offense is 26th overall. And they have an unstable coach in Sean Payton. The Bronco Busters are not having a winning season. They've all they've had six losing seasons in a row. Let's make it seven. Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> and guys, the quarterback matchup of the week: Aiden versus Stidham. Holy fuck, man! Who allows this to be televised? Yeah, that, that's kind of crazy. And man, after the flack he's given me, I could not agree with you more that the Raiders are going to win this week. And I'm so glad you brought up the two head coaches because, A, I was going to bring up when you showed us your Tooney bet that I fully believe Pierce deserves this job next year. That guy is a Raider through and through. Everything he says and does just oozes a good head coach. So I would love to see him back on the bench. And then on the reverse side, Sean Payton honestly seems like an absolute piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Like, truthfully, he really just seems like a shitty boss who, if you're one of his favorites, you're one of his guys, life is heaven. I bet you that you've, you're you just living the dream and everything's handed to you. But if you're just even a little bit on the outside, this guy is just absolute fucking trash. So, How unprofessional is he? I wasn't like you guys. I never even really clowned on Russell Wilson because I, I had that bandwagon free jersey I won at the bar. I would joke around about it. He makes everyone feel bad for Russell Wilson. After the two seasons Russ has had, Russ isn't a bad guy. He's just a weird dude. And he's one of those weird dudes where you see him at the party and you're like, oh, I got to talk to this guy. <laughs> you start to feel bad. But yeah, but he's that coworker where you're like, man, why are they Why are they so harsh on you? Like, I don't get it. You're not that bad of a guy. Like, you do your job okay. You're nothing to write home about, but like... So Sean Payton is that bad of a dude that I feel bad for Russ, and I hope Russ moves on and... I don't ever want to see him. I don't care about him making the playoffs or Super Bowl, but go to a team and have like a decent send off to prove that you weren't the problem the Broncos were. I would love that. You couldn't have said it any better. No, you couldn't. See, he's <laughs> he's an absolute tool. And that's why I have to cheer against the Broncos. I mean, yeah, because of Kevin, too, is dedicated to him. But yeah, the radio Lions just did. Yeah, yeah, now, now converted Lions fan. Fuck Big off. Lions. Raiders Big will Lions. take my little pony bitches out to pastor and end their miserable season. 27 to 21. Hey. Oh, I love it. Shout out, Kev. I love it. I agree. I agree. What do you think, Gooby? There's not much more I can say. I can say, like, you guys already talked about it. Russ, he's played all right this year. He has, he has better numbers than Patrick Mahomes. Go yeah. figure. He, he's, he's actually he's the guy. I think he has uh, more passing yards than Lamar Jackson, too. Oh, he's dude. been playing all right. Yeah, I think it's all the coach. Dude's a fucking cheater for one. So, like, what what can you expect from him? He's just a he's a garbage human being. And <laughs> dude needs to go somewhere, like maybe college or like stay in the booth. He should have yeah. stayed in the booth. Get out of coaching for the NFL. 
or just not have come in so hot as he did on the job. Like you already had the reputation and built and you had enough time away where people kind of forgot about the cheating and like you were a bit of a dickhead and like you were Drew Brees was able to gloss over a lot with you. And then for you to come in and just be like, yeah, that was the worst coach I've ever seen Hackett in his organization. What a joke. We're going to change that. Cut this guy, cut this guy, bench this guy, come out. Uh, just basically don't take any blame at all and, and be like, well, I can't get more receivers. I can't change my whole O-line. I can't do this. I can't do that. It's like, well, you're the coach. What can you do, Sean? <laughs> yeah, you be an asshole and that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's a wrap, gentlemen. Show us your TD season four is in the books. Now let's make like the names on the Epstein list and disappear. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) I can't believe Stephen Hawkins is on that list. I think that's wild. And the memes are just out of control. Yeah, that that meme was hilarious. (laughs) It's been good. We've been eating. Star studded. Thank you to everyone who helped with the success of this podcast. Matt, Charles, Small Fry, Nemo, Kev, Other Kev, El Jefe, Bah, um, Bah, of course, (laughs) Gooby, NA30. And obviously the biggest thanks goes to you fans. We don't do this without you tuning in each and every week. Shout out to Sports For You podcast as well. They showed me some love yesterday for my birthday. Find them on YouTube. Find them on Tuesdays and Fridays. It's a hoot. Go live to the stream. The The group chat is just insane. Holy crap. The amount of times we said pause last night. Yeah, you can fill in the blanks. Bah, <laughs> or honorary TD guest. Tell us, where can they find you? What are you working on? Where can they follow you? And your final goodbyes. Yeah, first off, just an absolute honor to be on this show. I want to thank you guys. You guys asked me if I would be willing to jump on the last show of the season and how could i say no to you too this is one of my favorite times getting together podcasting recording with you guys uh you can clearly find me with these two and our other buddy calf on wow i had mustard uh, i'm going to be recording a new leaf episode soon with el jefe we have a lot to talk about and yeah the news that i potentially might be actually playing you guys in fantasy next year and the fact of kev small fry everybody that you've brought on in the kind of channel community you're building I'm actually very excited already for Show Us Your TDs next year. I can't wait to be back on, hopefully sooner rather than later. And yeah, it's been, it has not been a good last few weeks as an Eagles fan, but it has been a good season. And I mean, football loves to give, but it is going to be taken away quite soon. (laughs) How do you feel about playing us with knowing how we do in fantasy? How do you feel about that? Oh, Melk, not worried at all. I mean, that's... Not, not <laughs> no, no, no. I like, You're like I said, over here. You're like, yeah, oh, maybe. No, like I said, it, this was an absolute blast getting back into fantasy, kind of just turning the wheels again. But I want guys who are going to be every week waiver wire checking their lineup. There's going to be money on the line to go to that next step, be called up. So, yeah, I'm excited for some competition against you guys. Regardless yeah. of what happens, it's just going to be to be able to follow along with the league, the recap every week with TD, just to be more involved. Is, I'm excited. Yeah, look out for that golden ticket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. My partner in crime. You know who you kind of look like right now? Jason yeah. Kelsey. You kind of got that Jason Kelsey look at the, the moment. Beard. What? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Oh, I'm turned on. Hell yeah. Se- sexiest man alive. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, congrats to all your success this uh, season. You were on a crazy roller coaster ride. You too, Ba. Share your final thoughts, uh, your goodbyes. Where can they find you? Let's hear it. Thank everybody for uh, listening. Um, you know, it's been a hell of a ride this year with the cancellation of our fantasy league and then, you know, running with my uh, other fantasy league. In a perfect scenario, it kind of worked out because that league, if it was a losing season for me, this podcast wouldn't be as good as it was this season. But with me going 11-0, 12-2 in the end, I feel like it worked out in the end. Thank you, everybody who jumped on with us for the podcast. All of our guest hosts were absolutely amazing. The knowledge that a lot of them have brings a lot to the table and helps us out. I'm sure we get a lot more viewers because of it. So uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, NA30, for letting us do this. And yeah, uh, I can't wait for next season. It'll be a good ride. Good ride. Yo, Broncos country. Let's ride, baby. <laughs> well, congratulations to those who won their leagues. You now have Fuck the right to punch your chest out until next season. Click and subscribe to NA30 podcast and show us your TDs. Relive from weeks 1 to 18, and next season is going to be massive. We're going to do a big. It's going to be greater than David Temper's uh, fine that he had to pay for throwing that throwing that drink on that fan average is out to a dollar 75 for the average person a fine for throwing a drink as a billionaire so wait how, how what, what was the fine it was 300,000 what yeah that's yeah. finding you a dollar 75 convert like that that's what it would be like so he's learned his lesson for sure <laughs> has he done? yeah but i mean no. hey good good for that fan he just made a quick 300,000 yeah anybody want a fun wikipedia read after this podcast just look up how much of a piece of shit tepper was but now that he owns an NFL organization, guess what? You're front and center, buddy. So that shit's going to come to light. Yeah. And it's with the Panthers, too, which is a shame yeah. because Carolina is a nice city. Yeah. This has been Show Street TD Season 4, the finale. I'm Elky. That's Gooby. There's Ba. And we're going to make like Cat Williams and disappear for a while. Yikes! He might need to go away forever. I don't know if you guys... Yeah. Heard him Pat Williams did not kill himself. Pat Williams did not kill himself. I'm telling you. <laughs> Ludacris is full Illuminati. That's that's basically what he's telling us. Oh boy. Basically, everyone who's Illuminati has a light skinned wife who doesn't speak, or they've <laughs> they're not virgins in a certain area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As Cat Williams said, I wanted to leave Hollywood with nothing in my butt and not sucking any dick, and I did that. <laughs> Kudos to you, Cat. <laughs> Uh, oh my. Everyone, that is a fucking rap. Thank you very much for a great couple of days. Thank you very much. Griff Electric, Park Department, PA Nation, Camera. Thank you very much. Wolf.